For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix, Ninja Seb Fan, and Darth Goji coming to you live from Manfield. It's my, it's my howling wind sound. Howling, howling wind. Cause it's it's you know spookoween. It is spookoween. It's it's very scary. And spookoween is known for its spookiness. But the greatest thing in recent tradition that it's known for is, of course, Stranger Things. Like, like we're in the upside down right now. Exactly. And uh, to uh, get you up to date on everything Stranger Things, we've brought in an expert, our friend Ninja Seb Fan. He's watched every episode three times at least, uh, and he's going to just break down like story point by story point exactly what's going on in Stranger Things. So uh, Ninja, I mean, first off, like how did how did the series, you know, like kick off uh, in season one? What's the Stranger Things you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> you're an expert, so we're going to need you to just give an explanation. So um, I would like to also point out that he also said that he watched the entire behind-the-scenes footage at the end of season yes. two. He actually Hi. himself got an interview with the Duffer brothers uh, in like a you know one-on-one-on-one situation to ask them questions about the storytelling techniques in Stranger Things. So Ninja, just share some some of that uh, you know that knowledge. I guess I must have forgotten in my dream. Nope, nope. This is definitely, you're definitely a world-renowned expert in Stranger Things. So go ahead. Season one, just go yeah, ahead. Yeah, season one, episode take us, one, take, take us, us to the opening scene. It's very strange. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what's, what, what's strange about it? I, uh, there's things that go on. Mm, <laughs> right. Any story. I think, I think uh, some of our, oh, I know what it is. You are afraid of spoilers. It's okay. Uh, everyone who is listening to this has, you know, already binge watched everything. So uh, we have no need to worry about spoilers. It's it's assumed since we're a Stranger Things podcast that you would catch up before you listen. Yes. Oh, uh, I completely forgot about this. Spoilers are scary. Right. Uh. So. Uh. I mean, when Eleven was first introduced into the show, uh, what what were kind of like your thoughts? He was definitely not 11 years old. Mm, right. He. So you say he. Is there... Is 11 he? Is there something we missed? It's It's got to be the short hair, right? I am not sure. It was very weird when they started... Because if it's him, it's weird when they started calling him L. You know? Or, or weird when they found, you know... Uh, like, you know... Yeah, it, well, well, you, the dress. If you think that, about that it, was weird too. Maybe L is short for Elliot, which is obviously his real name. Okay, all right. Oh, these are some deep cuts. All right, keep going. Um, now Will was missing for a long time. Um, what were some of the like theories that you had while watching of where Will went? Will he ever find his destination? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just thought that he had left intentionally. <laughs> Do you think, Ninja, do yes. you think Will is, is related to Will Wonka? Well. Because he disappeared I'm for a long sure, time, too. But if he's got a Will, he, <laughs> there's a way. 
Right, right. Now, um, when they found Will's body in the quarry, uh, did you think that was it? No. Oh, okay. Well, well, what kind of like theories did you have to justify like that kind of situation? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's strange. There's there's strange things going on. I mean, yeah, one would assume. Uh, you know, I kind of expected a little bit more from an expert in the field of Stranger Things. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, Ninja... It seems like you don't even know who any of the characters are at this point. What are, your, what are your thoughts on the Demogorgon? What, what are those? <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, okay, just Demogorgon. Just, yeah. just think of the name. Context clues. Figure yes. it out. What do you think a Demogorgon would do? Um, demolish stuff? Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you know what? We'll, maybe we'll just finish the podcast real fast so that you can get off here and go watch Stranger Things, because obviously you haven't seen a single episode. I can't believe you lied in your resume to get this job uh, on the Stranger Things podcast. No, but this is actually Life from Manfield, a Rocket League podcast, where we... Jump on Rocket League News, Boosty Stranger Walks here, all this while scoring our amazing voices into your ear goals. Welcome to our special Spookoween episode where we keep things ghouly and ghastly. Ooh, creepy. I'm trying to think of Rocket League puns to do with like ghostly things, but I can't. Dabbing ghosts? <laughs> how about, how about, <laughs> why, why was the one ghost afraid of the the uh, other car doing an aerial because seven eight nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Because he heard it boost. <laughs> I must oh, have been no. thinking of the wrong joke. You must have definitely been thinking <laughs> of the wrong joke. Uh, but enough spookoween jokes. Let's get into some of the news. Uh, it was a little bit of a quieter week on the mainstream of Rocket League. However, we do have some stuff that we do want to talk about. The first being uh, Minor League Doubles, which you've heard us mention before. It's a cool little organization you have to apply to get into and you get vetted because it's no toxicity allowed. They've announced their new season and it has uh, two new leagues, a Champions League and a Platinum League. Uh, so all kinds of minor league players can enjoy this now. Uh, now, are you guys signed up? Yes. I'm signed up and ready signed to Signed up, so applied, and accepted. They accepted both of you? Yeah. Yes. All right, so obviously something's wrong in the process. I'll send them a message to, you know, kind of see what's going on. Uh, but since you made it through, why don't you talk a little bit about what, what was the application process like to get into minor league doubles in case someone else is interested in doing this? Uh, it's pretty long. You, you gotta go through a lot of stuff. What's the- uh, With whoever's recruiting you in. Okay, well... A lot of rules. A lot of rules, a lot of rules. What, what was... A very big rule book. What was step one? Step one was filling out their online application. Okay, alright. Um, what kind of questions were on the application? Um, things like... Your, your rank. rank. Your, um... Steam name, I think Discord name. Um, stats page. Yeah, stats page. Link, link to your stats page. <laughs> and, and and you got a promise you will not be toxic. There is a promise that you won't be toxic. There also is, um, you know, like, what do you hope to get out of 
there's like some kind of question. It's like, what do you, why do you think you should be accepted into the minor league doubles or something like that? Yeah. Cool. All right. So then after the application gets submitted, what's next? I do believe that after your application is submitted, um, they go over it. And if they decide to interview you as a candidate, they will contact you on Discord through DMs. Oh, cool. All right. So what are some of the questions you get asked in your interview? Uh, you you, you got to go through vowing that you will not be toxic. <laughs> Lots of promises to not be toxic. That's very true. Okay. Uh, I know that one of the questions I was asked was, um, uh, you know, like, uh, like, if you were in this kind of, like, situation with, like, a teammate acting, like, a certain way, you know, like, how have you handled that in the past? Like, how will you handle that in, like, mind, like, doubles? Like, that kind of stuff. So, they definitely have, like, a vetting process to make sure that you're not gonna... I don't think I got that question. Well, then. Well, and... I think they trusted me. <laughs> yeah, I think they trusted me, also. Right. Well, it's probably because, you know, we've got some ins to the MLD where they listen to the podcast each week and know that you guys are goofballs anyway so my that's my final question on my interview was pineapple on pizza or no oh gosh well that's just well i didn't get that one either but definitely no i definitely didn't get that one if you said yes i'm sure that you can't get in right because yeah, yeah I, crazy I said no and he said welcome aboard okay that's bla- you're that's blasphemy to a pizza if you do yes <laughs> if you say i yes. agree uh so yeah, it's, I mean, it's not so much of like an interview. Like there's a couple questions to make sure that you're all, that you're cool. Yeah. But the, uh, for the most part, it's actually more of like an ambassador, um, like accommodations where they come in and I'm like, okay, here's some of the rules. Like, do you have any questions about the rules? Like, here's how things are going to work. Do you have any questions about how things work? And they explain everything to you to make sure that like when you come in. Yeah. Process. They also, yeah, yeah. they send you a link to their rule book and they have you read over it to see if you yeah. have any questions about it. That is the first time anyone has ever linked me a rule book and I've read it. <laughs> right? Same here. Um, the three quarters of it. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, minor league doubles, make sure you check them out on Twitter where you can find their online application and uh, join in. They also have a really cool website and you can see all the logos and stuff. And uh, I'm really excited. You know, I'm hoping I get drafted. We'll talk more about the minor league doubles experience as we play through it. Their new season starts in January. The yes. draft is December. Yeah, the Platinum Draft is on Saturday, December 2nd, and the Champion League Draft is Sunday, December 3rd. On my birthday, I better get picked up. <laughs> <laughs> what if... All right. Is it better if each of us have hosts are on the same team or get drafted to separate teams? Well, with the cap that they have, they have like an MMR salary cap for the teams. I don't believe that all three of us are going to end up on the same team. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe one thing clear. I'm going to throw and crash my rank. Like, not even on (laughs) purpose. Not on purpose. I'm sorry. I'm not mentioning that I'm violating the rules. No, I mean, like, let's let's be for real here. I'm going to have another mental breakdown and end up in plat two. Well, my ISP is currently throwing my rank, so we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Oh, rip. (laughs) Oh, well, um, next up on the list is the RL Six Man's Discord. It's getting a lot of uh, traction lately, and they posted on Twitter that they've yeah. hit 4,000 users. Uh, and now, you know this Discord. It used to be super secret, only for pros and, and bubble players of the highest no, like, you had to have connections to get into this Discord. 
They've now opened their doors and have many divisions that players of all kinds of skill ranks uh, that are, as long as you're diamond and above, can join, which is rather cool. It is cool. Um, now, I really like this. We needed this. We, we needed this. Uh, it's a really cool Discord that we wanted to, you know, mention that now that it's open to everyone, we wanted to share it in the news because it's really cool. Uh, I'm definitely, you know... Uh, I'm getting into I'm it. I'm getting into it. I like yeah. it. Well, I've been playing a lot of Unranked lately. Um, and I think six mans would be way more fun than unranked. So I agree. For sure. Yeah, I played they have. unranked the other day, and <laughs> for like thirty minutes, I never played a complete game where everyone stayed in the the actual match the entire time. So yeah, I think yeah. the last time I played in an unranked game where everybody stayed in was when we were sniping each other's games, and we ended up with six of our LFM people in the same unranked match farming candy corn. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've played in an unranked match for about a month. Oh, well, there you go. I've been avoiding it. So, here's other ranks that they have. They have uh, the A, B, and C, all right? C is Diamond, B is Champ 1 and Champ 3, A is Grand Champion, uh, X is RLRS, for all you RLRS listeners out there, <laughs> and then <laughs> S is for the RLCS, so for all of you RLCS listeners out there. Uh, if you're not in the six men's discord, you can be in the rank S. So just so you know, uh, I obviously I that's, that's, got placed in rank S. Right. Yeah. And I know that's a majority of our listeners too, as well. So, um, cool. Uh, so that is it for the news, except, except it seems like we have some breaking news and we're going to go now to our reporter on the scene. Knox, what do you have? This is awkward. We should have designed this better. I went straight from being the main news anchor to the reporter on the scene. Well, you travel very quickly. <laughs> I travel very quickly. This isn't pre-recorded. Knox is dressed as the Flash for Halloween. He forgot. He <laughs> left that out. Yeah, I'm Halloween. That's why I'm dressed as the Flash. <laughs> Announced. Hot off the press. Minutes before we started recording. Ladies and gentlemen, Rocket League for the Nintendo Switch is coming November 14th. That, that is the day after we get back from LAN. That would be amazing if I could find somewhere around here to, to buy a Switch. Wait, <laughs> you're having trouble finding a Switch? They're still sold out everywhere here. Are you serious? Yeah, well, it's insane. if you want to send me the really? money for shipping and stuff, like, there's thousands of them here. Oh, well, that's good to yeah, know. Over here, too. Uh, I'm surprised they're all sold out over it's, there. It's crazy. Reading the press release for the announcement, there were no surprises. Uh, you know, it's the normal exclusive battle car stuff. Everything's coming out on the 14th. It's $19.99. It's the normal price of Rocket League. Um, so it's got all that stuff. Except they linked a video where the um, Nintendo Minute reporting crew went to the Psionic Studios, did a tour of the Psionic Studios, and Ooh. played Rocket League on the Switch in the video. So we got to see Switch gameplay for the that's, first time. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. So I've watched this video. Let me uh, let me tell you a little bit about what I got to see. First off, the Psionic Studio is pretty dope. I want to work there. I've sent in my application 30-something times now, so we'll just see if maybe... I, I think it's getting like blocked by an email filter or something. We'll figure it out. <laughs> you should just uh, start adding all them on Twitter. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to join. <laughs> In the Sionic Excuse Studio, it was actually kind of interesting. They were playing a game, a Nintendo game, um, like in the background. When the like this just was random happenstance. When Nintendo, when the Nintendo people showed up to do the tour, 
in the background, they happen to be playing a game. Some developers did. What game do you think they were playing? You each get one guess go. Um, was it was it Super Mario Odyssey? No. Start BC. No, that's not a Nintendo game. <laughs> oh, wait, Nintendo game. Okay, never mind. Was it Contra? No. You said, I said one guess, Goji. Well, I took two. <laughs> you took Ninja's other guess. It was Smash Melee. Oh. They, wait, Smash isn't released on Nintendo, is it? It's only on Nintendo. Or and on the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Uh, not on Switch, no. They're, okay, they're playing then. Melee. Uh, probably on GameCube. But... They're probably getting ready. <laughs> they know some stuff we don't. Uh, so that was kind of cool. It was cool to see around the, the thing. They had all their awards like stuff. Uh, and then they got to where they played the Switch uh, Rocket League version. And I've got to say, it had better frame rates than the Xbox or the PS4 versions of the game. Uh, That's at, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So here's what I noticed about watching the video of the gameplay. All right, There's some cool stuff that we got to see. If you're on the orange team and you've chosen the NSR car, then you're Mario. If you're on the blue team, then you're Luigi. So you don't get like you don't choose between Mario and Luigi. Uh, the same is true for like the Samus, um, like Iran. It has like two different colors for its um, version. You don't like actually choose any colors for it. It's just got its okay. colors selected, oh. um, which is kind of interesting. The boost for the NSR cars is the um, it's like the uh, invincibility star thing from Mario. Uh, which is kind of cool. That's cool. And Samus is, I don't know a lot about, uh, Metroid. Samus. Metroid. Yeah. Metroid. That's the game, <laughs> but it's apparently one of the like plasma cannons or something. I don't like know. That. Yeah. I don't really know. Now this was the most interesting part. This was the most unexpected for me in the NSR cars. When you jump, it doesn't make the normal rocket league jump noise. Does it make the Mario jump noise? Oh, that is amazing. Oh so that is pretty cool. I wouldn't even mind if I never was able to play it. I would just want to hear right? it on PC. Uh, so that's the problem. You won't ever hear it on PC. Yeah. God dang it. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's something to mention that when you're playing against a Switch player, their cars will show up as the Octane. And maybe, I don't know what the, you know, the gunship will show up as, but I guess the Octane too. I don't know. Maybe those are some of those reasons that Ooh. like you see those crazy ghost hits on octanes they should against. they should take it one step further and every time you pick up a boost pad it should make the mario collecting <laughs> coin sound that would be cool i don't know if, uh, they should just like change all the boosts to coins if you're in the mario car yeah um there you go now the graphics they were a little like sketchy like Dumb down. the you could see like a, a lot of aliasing like on the sharp lines of the game okay. uh so they definitely made some sacrifices in the graphics area to make sure that it runs smooth but I, that's how i would always have it anyway i'd rather the game run smooth and look okay than look yeah. great and get choppy i agree uh, that's true um so i'll sacrifice graphics for frame rate any day that is all i have to report on the new switch version i'm getting very excited though i um, think the best part about having rocket league for switch is i can tilt at work and at home <laughs> I'm gonna live that constant 24 hour tilt period <laughs> good stuff that sounds perfect good stuff which now brings us into the weekly whiffs it's exciting yes so uh, you guys get to talk about what happened in your week in Rocket League cool let's keep it short this week because it's the Spooko Ween episode we got lots of stuff to get to 
Oh, yeah. Uh, but if you have something to share, go ahead and share. Um, My week was not very good with Rocket League. I'm having issues with my ISP and I keep getting disconnected and banned, so... <sighs> <laughs> disconnected in, is one thing banned is another. in progress well when you get disconnected from a game you get a 15 minute ban so i'm gonna get an email from like durkind or cyanx Corey or something and it's gonna be like hey nox listen to the show new hosts are great things are going cool notice though that in the actual game logs, Goji has a lot of bands. Is yeah. it just that he gets salty? Or... <laughs> okay, be... that sucks. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll be fun? honest. The majority of my week was spending spent playing Destiny 2. So Destiny as well as who? Um, Destiny 2. Get it? Destiny 2. I, I, I get Destiny. it. Yeah. Also. That's a lame joke. I'm sorry. Sometimes I grab the easy hanging fruit, but it's not the right thing to do. <laughs> That's what she said. Wait, where is there? Hang on. No. The premise of a that's what she said joke is there's something that can be implied sexually. What about grabbing the low-hanging fruit? <laughs> Hang on. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> to explain it, you're going to have to reach, and it's not really going to work, but you're going to make it work, and I don't I don't want you to do that. <laughs> Ninja, how was your uh, week, bro? Uh, I'm slowly creeping my way to Champ 2 in 2s. Nice. Which I'm enjoying. Uh, otherwise, I've spent 300 plus hours in the last week watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh my goodness. What is going on in Yu-Gi-Oh! world? Uh, I don't know. I'm just watching the, the original series because Twitch decided to make a, a rerun of it. And because they play too many ads, I just wanted to watch it on my own. Okay. And I'm addicted. Well then. Oh, so you just meant like Yu-Gi-Oh! the show. For some reason, I kept thinking yes, of yes, yes. like live streams of Yu-Gi-Oh! the card game and... No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Watching the show over right. again. Okay, cool. Uh, this week actually was rather eventful for me in Rocket League. It's a shame I don't have a ton of time to get into everything with the weekly whiffs. But I finally took the plunge, and I changed the Nox Phoenix control scheme and grip. Ooh. I was previously known for being one of the weird players who did the uh, hover fat thumb grip. Uh, actually, you know, I might be the only one. I might have coined that phrase where I, I actually hold the controller with one hand and I hover my right hand over it and I fat thumb it. That is no longer the case. No more hand cramps for me as I have now placed boost on a Xbox Elite paddle. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and uh, I'm actually making a YouTube video about it this week uh, that goes into more detail about why I made the Switch and what I get from the Switch. But essentially, is a lot of uh, like control schemes are how you can have... Um, like the most amount of actions that you can do simultaneously, right? Where it's uh, boost and jump at the same time, boost and drift at the same time, boost and arrow at the same time, usually boosting in some at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but um, I kind of been like thinking that like it's great to have things that you can do simultaneously. That like, that's step one. But I also want stuff. I want as many separate actions as I can. Uh, you know. And so like I want to be able to you know drift and turn the yaw of my car and my air at the same time and stuff like that so uh basically i think this con like control scheme is like not the most optimal but one of the most optimal ways to actually separate everything onto its own control and still be able to do everything at the same time by utilizing more than just the normal fingers for a controller so uh all right the biggest concern right when switching controls mm -hmm. is how long does it take you to adjust uh you know previously when i'm like all right did you guys ever put in a lot of hours in Rocket League, then decide that you wanted to start taking it seriously, 
and then switched your controls, like moving air roll to left bumper, or did you do it straight from the like get go? Yeah, I I probably had about six hundred hours in before I moved my air roll to my left bumper. Okay, what about you, Ninja? Um, no one ever believed me, but I legitimately started the game with my boost and jump reversed. I I never changed it, and it's it was set to that from the get go. Huh. Interesting. All right. Uh, so you haven't changed your controls ever, then? No, but oh. I tried changing controllers. Doesn't work. I I I couldn't take the <laughs> the leap and learned it. So wait, you have air roll and drift on uh, what is it? Square for uh, PS4 or PS3? PS3. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Very yeah, it works great. Okay. Goji, how long did it take? Do you remember that adjustment period when you switched to air roll on LB? Yeah, it it took me probably three weeks to get completely used to it. Three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Uh, I think I remember I had, I think I had 1,200 hours when I made that switch. Uh, and I remember it took me like two weeks. And um, when I had made this switch this week, First off, like I tried a bunch of different stuff before I settled on this one, but when I when I made the switch, this is really weird. Um, I remember like it it reminded me of when I first made the switch to putting air roll on LD. It's so weird how switching a mechanic for one thing affects every other mechanic in the game. Yeah, it was one of the most. It's it's just one of the weirdest things. It's like why am I having trouble just like normally driving around and drifting? It, <laughs> like and not even messing with boost, which is the only control that I changed, <laughs> and I can like I couldn't even just position my car right by like drifting around, and it's just weird that like because it makes you devote so much mental like process to what you're doing instead of it being natural that it makes you it literally makes you suck at everything. <laughs> right, uh, but yeah. I I can honestly say I'm back to a hundred percent, and it only took me three days. I'm actually going. Oh, that's not bad. I'm not actually going to be making another change soon. I'm probably going to move my drift from X to left bumper also because I have a lot of trouble boosting and drifting at the same time. Right. Yeah, it's very difficult. I couldn't do so it at all. With my with my reverse jump and boost, that make, it makes it easier for me. I tell you what, Goji, wait until you see my uh, YouTube video this week before you make that decision because okay. I may change your mind. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, I've been playing ranked for the past two days, and I actually have climbed a decent amount. So the controls are are fine. I'm back. It took me a while, but I'm back. So that's the awesome. weekly whiffs. Yes, and that brings us to... So, guys, if you remember a few weeks ago, I came up with a brilliant idea. A brilliant idea. And, and we finally idea, get, back, we get to back, get back on topic for the Spookoween episode. Spookoween. <laughs> that's right. So we started this little contest to where people would dress up their cars as a character... And we went for two weeks with no submissions, but we finally got some. And we got some, like, not just some. We got, like, the submissions, man. Like, these things are good. They are. They. It was really, really tough to choose, but we picked the winner. Should we go through all of them and then announce the winner, or should we announce the winner first? Ooh, you mean, like, do the honorable mentions? See, that that's always hilarious, because if you get listed as an honorable mention, you're like... Oh man, that sucks. I didn't win. Well, uh, um, <laughs> but you also got you were cool enough to be mentioned. Well, we could pull in Steve Harvey <laughs> to announce it, and then nobody'll know who really won. <laughs> and got let's it. over to Steve Harvey. Steve? Oh, he's oh, not here. 
I'm disappointed in humanity. <laughs> that's my that's my Steve Harvey. Top seven answers on the board. Okay, so I guess we'll just we'll 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 make the big announcement. So the winner of the live from Manfield rocket powered battle car costume contest is Ollie Smith, who dressed his car up as Bob the Builder. Bob the Builder, can we fix it? And guys, if you haven't seen this, I think we're gonna post pictures of all these on our website and Twitter um, because and this thing Twitter. is so freaking cool. Bob I'm, the Builder, I was surprised he he replicated the shirt. He replicated the shirt. He he replicated the overalls using racing stripes. He even yeah. replicated the yellow trim on the bottom of the boots because he has a yellow painted car. I believe it, that's a Centio. It's a yellow painted Centio. Yeah, and oh my gosh. It's I all right. If you would have like listed out all of the stuff without me seeing pictures, and you know we we knew have like some of the cool costumes that we had, and Bob the Builder was on that list, I would have never ever ever you know even thought about like that being an option. Like no, Bob the Builder is not winning this. Yeah. And then I, and then I saw her face. <laughs> now I'm a Bob the Builder fan <laughs> because this car that. I here's the thing. I could see this car in a ranked game, and I would automatically know that it's Bob the Builder without any context. That's how right. good yeah. this costume is. Right. So, congratulations, Ollie Smith. Um, we will get in touch with you for your prize. As long as you can prove that you didn't use Alpha Console to give yourself a yellow Sentio boy. Yes, you're gonna have to oh, prove yeah. with screenshots that all <laughs> of those things are in your inventory. Uh, let's talk about some of our honorable mentions, though, because there was a For ton sure. of cool submissions. Yeah, we had some great, great costumes. So the first honorable mention goes to MK Smith 2 on RL. He dresses car up like Pikachu. This was our first submission, and it was adorable. We're talking red lightning wheels, yeah. a yellow octane with like black thunderbolts. And, and yeah, it was furry paint. Furry paint. Furry paint. Yes, yes. And, lightning uh, bolt antenna. And a little bow topper to like, oh, it's the cute little Pikachu. It was perfect. Yeah. Good job on the Pikachu. I like it. For sure. Uh, next is Declan Sparling. He dressed his car up as Thor. I I, I didn't mind that one. That the one's God of Thunder. Good. Yes. He's Getting got, ready to go watch it next week. He's got the lightning wheels and the lightning octane, and he's got the Viking helmet going on and the lightning antenna. So here's the funny thing. Item-wise, it's only one item different than the Pikachu. Uh, yeah. <laughs> than the Pikachu thing, which I think is kind of interesting. But they look like such different cars, and they totally match their characters perfectly. That is fantastic. Yeah, They do. All right, so next honorable mention goes to Blaze, who dresses car up as Brunhilde. And he I, describes it. What the heck it. is Brunhilde? <laughs> I... I, I every time I hear the name Brunhilde, I just imagine a, a fat opera lady <laughs> with a Viking helmet on, and he he pulled it off completely. In fact, he said he listened to Wagner's opera and got inspired. <laughs> so he used he's got a yellow Merc. It's got chain tires on it. It's got wings on the side and a big Viking hat on the top. Why do you think chain tires? What the Mountaineer tires? Why do you Mountaineer think tires? I, yeah, why do you think? Um, use the mountain your tires. Just curious. That's an excellent question, uh, <laughs> Ninja. You want to field that one? Uh, 
no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I've often known the opera singers to wear chains on the bottom of their shoes. Okay. For the tap oh, dancing. Oh, well, that's interesting. Tap dancing, yes. Yes, it's <laughs> a tap dancing opera <laughs> merc. <laughs> and, okay, so then we've got Headphones Jack. Now, he submitted two pictures, and I thought these these were really close for me. I It was a tough choice between these and Bob the Builder because he dressed up two cars. One is a merc that's dressed up like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> and the other one is... um. Oh, I'm going to... It's Woody. Yeah, it's Woody. I just couldn't remember <laughs> what kind of car. It's an ex-devil, right? Oh, it's a Backfire. Backfire. Okay, Backfire dressed up as Woody. Yeah, nice classical looking Backfire for that, that old Western feel. Yeah. Now, all right, oh, yeah. this this submission would have won for me if two things would change. And I don't I don't want to critique Headphones Jack, but I'm going to tell you, like, once I, once, once I thought it, I couldn't unthink it, and it just got in the way. The Aftershock has wings like Buzz Lightyear. So I don't know why the Merc is what... The Merc is a close choice. That's a good one. And then he used the foam hat for Woody instead of the Cattleman hat. And maybe he doesn't have the Cattleman hat. But if you don't, let me give you the Cattleman hat. Because it's an actual cowboy hat. Yeah, there you go. And I also liked the tweet that went along with it. Because he said, that wasn't freestyling. That was falling with style. And that is awesome. That, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I tell you what, I mean, if if we find that, you know, our winner has cheated, Headphone Jacks is the, is the runner-up. He's getting the prize. For sure. I can agree with that. Our last honorable mention comes from Jesper Olison, and he dressed his car up as a Rocket League fanboy. He's got... <laughs> no, the LFM fanboy is what LFM it is. LFM fanboy? Yeah. Oh, yes. At LF Manfield fanboy. Okay, so his tweet says, he loves Rocket League and Team Orange. It's the color blue, and he has the power to cheer. Go orange. <laughs> and it's it's an octane. It's orange. It's got the uh, RLCS decal on it. He's got the apex wheels on it, and he's got the foam finger topper and the hustle brows. The hustle brows. Which are my personal favorite topper. You know, I don't have the apex wheels. This makes me realize that. I've got some lime green I've ones. Got one. You have everything in lime green, Goji. That's not even I fair. I do. They've given me lime green Apex. I've gotten a lime green Jaeger. I've gotten lime green um, Revenant wheels from the Halloween thing. Like, I have all kinds of lime green stuff. It's insane. That is actually insane. While we're on topic of the Live from Manfield Battlefield costume contest. Wow, I went into a lisp there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We do have to mention that we got a tweet seven minutes ago while recording. Uh, in response to our tweet that says, hey, d- thank you for submitting stuff into the, the costume contest. Pastor Not <laughs> replied literally minutes ago, son of, <laughs> son a-, of a bee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm guessing guy. he was going to submit a costume and forgot. All the more reason to check us out on Discord and Twitter so you don't miss these things, people. Yes. I just I want to throw this in there, guys. Like you need to be on our Discord. It is Maybe. fun. We talk about some great stuff every now and then. Even somebody will hop on and they'll have an issue and we will all, I'm like, we're like a big family and it's, it's great. So y'all really should check out the discord coming in BS with us. That's the first time I've heard that Texan y'all from you. Y'all. Oh, it won't be the last time. Y'all need it. Y'all be hearing that a lot up in DC next week. Y'all check out the nugs in the (laughs) (laughs) anecdote. 
there's a bunch there's a bunch of uh <laughs> Rocket League personalities and friends from the podcast and stuff that follow me on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are one of these people that follows at McLean Films uh, on Snapchat, you had a wonderful tweet this past Wednesday when I was going through the McDonald's drive through and I very loudly into the speaker said, Yes, I would like a number one and a six piece nugs, please. <laughs> and, and the guy in the loudspeaker no joke was not phased at all no giggle or anything and went all right got a big mac meal and nugs <laughs> he just he literally <laughs> called them nugs right he's like and six piece nugs like not phased at all that's uh, awesome so uh there's that um you know i hear that this game is played competitively let's talk about that in the ninja super happy esports fun time so this weekend we had the promotion relegation tournament. Oh, this to one see. is super fun. This was the one thing that I actually watched. I didn't watch the RLCS. I you watched actually this. watched it? Uh, I watched some of it. <laughs> All right. So in NA we had a pretty big upset. Honestly, um, everyone was expecting Fibian to easily make it into the RLCS this season again. And they did not. And they they lost both their first matches. <laughs> Whoa! So Fibian is staying into the RLRS. Wow! And wow. Uh, Fibion is—they're—they're uh, they're good roster. That's all I remember. <laughs> that's all you, I'll, here, uh, I'll, it has I'll Chicago it on it. Yeah, that's what I, I know. That so you keep going, and I'll figure out that. So, uh, j- just for insight, there was Out of Style, which is Lachino's team, uh, Allegiance, which was the bottom RLCS team, Renegades. And Fibian, and the first team to make it into the RLCS was Renegades. Uh, Dapper showed up again, and they finally kept their spot, which I'm very happy for because I love Timmy and Dapper. Um, other than that, uh, we get to say goodbye to Allegiance in the RLCS, and hello to Latch once again. So Lachino has Lachino's back into the RLCS. After three seasons? Two seasons, right? Two seasons. Yeah, two seasons. Season two, season three. He was only in there in season two. Uh, So right now, he he currently has a 100% win percentage of land. Of (laughs) RLCS land. (laughs) He just didn't want to mess that up. Next year, they're winning. (laughs) Ugh. Okay. These were actually the games that I watched because um, Epic Johnny is a longtime friend of the show, uh, and we're going to get him onto the podcast here soon to talk about what it was like to go through the promotion tournament. That'd be perfect. Um, yeah, and and I wanted to see if my boy Johnny, uh, you know, made it, and man, it was it was really fun to watch. It's it's a it's a very interesting uh, like feeling to watch these like high level matches when you are invested in like one of the players. It's yeah, not just right. much like, you know, like, oh, yeah, these guys are great. I'm hoping for them because I like them better. But it's literally like, no, Johnny's on my stream every time I turn it on, you know, and he's in the Discord and he hops into, like, the Manfield Academy with him and stuff. And we've, we've had a lot of really fun private matches with Epic Johnny. He's so much fun to play with, and he's, he's hilarious. So congrats, our boy, Epic Johnny. And then yeah. we're going to EU, which has... Two of the most desired teams to keep, uh, stay into the RLCS or go into the RLCS, Team Envious and Fnatic. Uh, I can't believe Envious was even in this freaking <laughs> tournament. 
All right. Uh, and then Fnatic. I don't know who was on Fnatic. Uh, Team Leftovers, which had Siki, Snasky, and Maestro. Gotcha. Who were who was the uh, other bottom team from the RLCS to Team Secret? Right. Okay. Cool. So, our boys Fnatic and Team Envious both made it into the RLCS for next season. Oh, thank goodness! I would have been so scared if Envious didn't make it back in. Uh, <laughs> Fnatic did beat Team Envious in the upper bracket, so Fnatic is better than Team Envious. They did. Yes. Man, I tell you what. Rocket League is so tight-knit in the skill gap of the upper level right now. It's, it's that so is close, at least for EU. Absolutely insane. And they, well, we have a runner. While we, Cloud, while we talk about this, Cloud9 is just going, going ham right now. Uh, this is actually an interesting topic that I, I want to kind of talk about, just for, just for a second. Um, and I'm forgetting it now that I bring <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I completely oh. forgot one more topic to talk about. Uh, oh, okay, go ahead. The two OC teams that are making it into the RLCS is Chiefs and Pale Horse Esports. Are any of those repeat players from last season? I believe Chiefs is. Uh, I don't really know the players from from there. Okay, cool. Well, we'll see how they do this season. Maybe they've been like, maybe they've been hitting the whiteboard, learning it all. This this is what I wanted to ask you guys. Um, I forgot it again. No, hang on. Give me a second. <laughs> Give me a second. I will. Oh, with everything being like so tight knit, right? Um, because I remember season one, season two, season, even season three of Rocket League, you could determine who the best was by a normal best of seven series like tournament, right? You know, right. Uh, it was always like Cosmic Aftershock ending up the best in like NA and they would always, you know go up against, you know, flip side from EU and, uh, and like, you know, it, we never got like a good way to find out who's the best between those two. But like, it, it was pretty clear cut that, you know, who, who the better teams were. Now everything's so close. What do you think the best way to determine like who the better team is? Um, I don't like, think there is a way. to accurately rank them. I don't uh, know if there would be a good way to accurately rank them. EU is hard to tell because EU is so everywhere. Yeah. Like NA, NA, you can pretty much pinpoint Cloud9 ahead of the game by quite a long shot in NA. Do either of you find that disappointing? Kinda. Yeah. But I'll tell the you. thing is, it's, it's not like Cloud9 is like better and they can stand with the EU teams. It, it's more like Cloud9 is the best team in the world right now and... The two, the next two NA teams can hang with the top of EU. Okay, yeah. I mean, I find it just a little upsetting that it's it's almost like you can predict outcomes with a coin flip just as well as as sitting there and thinking and analyzing the teams. Right. It's it's hard. Well, all right. Here's what I find fascinating: is I say that, but I also remember that. Gibbs, last season at RLCS, almost had a 100% perfect calling bracket. He only missed one team uh, when they all did the analyst desk predictions. He only yeah. missed one call throughout the entire LAN. Yeah, That's well, crazy. We, we, we call him the calculator for some, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, that was just a fun little like thing I wanted to, wanted to yeah, talk about. Gibbs is crazy, though. <laughs> Uh, that brings us to, it's the spooky story time, guys. 
Right. Yeah. Here's what I want us to do. Okay. One line at a time. I want us to tell a scary story about Rocket League. (laughs) One line at a time? Oh, I know what you're... This is the Live from Manfield Halloween tale, all right, where we... It's going to go, me, Ninja, Goji. We each get to say one sentence, and we're going to put together this story. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. It was Halloween night, Ninja. Uh, oh, wait. I, I completely forgot. This. Uh, go ahead. Repeat that. It was Halloween night. <laughs> In a dark, spooky house. And I was headed for the basements. Where my computer was set up. But it wasn't turned on. <laughs> so I pressed the power button. Softly. when the screen started to flicker and then came a face it was the face of the windows boot screen everything worked fine oh that's scary (laughs) i didn't expect that well the story's not over oh no it's it's your turn uh (laughs) but then (laughs) but then came a noise so I picked up my flashlight, and I turned around. I didn't see anything. So I headed towards the kitchen. <laughs> and I made myself some nugs. <laughs> my favorite Rocket League game feel. Wait, what? Is this the story? I was hoping it would be a Rocket League-themed <laughs> spooky story at some point. We can't, we've got the computer on, but we can't play the game, apparently. I, okay. Uh, is it my turn? Yes! <laughs> I headed back to my room. And I booted up Rocket League. I found a match quickly. But it was full of toxic players. <laughs> Because I solo queued. And that's when I saw they were Smurfs. Dun dun dun! (laughs) This was a terrible experiment. (laughs) I wasn't ready for this. Oh, no one one ever is ready for this. I blame Ninja for taking us from the computer to the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) We need to make the nugs, man. We did need to make the nugs. You're right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, guys, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, <laughs> I want to bring up uh, some of the stuff that, uh, some housekeeping items that we have to keep you informed about everything Manfield United related. First up is the Manfield Academy. All right. Uh, I want to let you guys know that we are getting super freaking close to um, to having something really cool to announce. We can give you kind of a general rundown of what this is going to look like, but um, so the Manfield Academy is going to be a separate thing from the podcast. It's going to be just part of the Manfield United org. And, uh, we're going to offer a ton of like free things that you can do, you know, community play nights, um, and all kinds of stuff with the actual coaches where, you know, you don't have to pay anything to get in. And there'll also be some cool stuff where like, if you're like a subscriber to, um, you know, the Manfield Academy, uh, through one of the different subscription levels, then you also get more stuff for doing that, you know, including one-on-one sessions and, and private lobbies with the coaches and, and all kinds of cool stuff where we're not doing it as some kind of like, you know, a la carte, buy a um, 
a like coaching session kind of thing where you just pay someone $10 an hour to tell you what mistakes you're making. Rather, like, you know, for most players, all the free stuff is all you'll need. But if you want to be a, like a subscriber to the Manfield Academy, then you're going to get way more than your money's worth of, of like, you know, like what is offered in the Manfield Academy. Oh, yeah. So we're working with some of the coolest people in uh, in the world from the Rocket League coaching discord who have been doing this for months and have been vetting coaches and like we're working with them to get coaches and get stuff like, you know, like what should we expect from like coaches to interaction and what works best and we're figuring out all that kind of stuff and we have meetings behind closed doors that you guys don't need to worry about but I want to let you know that it's coming soon and it's it's starting to look really cool. For sure. All right. Uh, and then next up we have the Manfield meetup for the LAN coming up in... Uh, no, not no, not the land. Isn't this the? Oh, okay, right. No. Manfield meetup. Uh, while we're waiting for the academy to start up, the Manfield meetup will be on Fridays at six fifteen EST. Uh, I will not be there because I will be at work. <laughs> Poor ninja. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Goji and Nox are going to be there. What can we expect from the Manfield meetup? Uh, you can expect me and Vroko to get in a pissing contest like we always do. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, so it'll just be like a normal night. You can expect me to be making fun of board for grabbing boost instead of going to net and saving the ball. <laughs> uh, lots of memes about Hank. Uh, and more memes to come about you if you join us for the Manfield meetup. Uh, this is just something to tide everyone over uh, until the Manfield Academy is up and running, but we're going to do private lobbies just to have fun and hang out on, on Fridays at 6.15 EST, so make sure you come out and join us for that. Yep, and that brings us to the week after, guys. The week after that, it is going to be land time. And on Saturday night, the weekend of land, uh, Knox and I are going to be having a dinner. So if you guys... It's a date. We just want to let you guys know. (laughs) Okay. For the record, it's not a date. Knox has been stalking me for months. Well... And this has gone on too long. We'll see. So what I need from all of you... Is I need all of you to check our Twitter for announcements because we will let you know what time the dinner is. And I need all of you to come protect me from this crazy stalker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, if you are in the D.C. area, uh, like if you live there, if you're like a local and you know of a really cool restaurant that we should be going to for our like, you know, our dinner at land on Saturday night. Let us know um, and just keep, yeah, keep an eye on our Twitter because we'll, we t- we'll tweet out, you know, the day of like, hey, you know, everyone meet us here at six o'clock for, you know, dinner. Um, we try to bring in some of the pros. I can't promise that any of the pros are going to be with us. Last year, Snasky uh, and the sub for Leftovers came with us. Um, so maybe, who knows? You never know what we can do. Oh, Pluto. Pluto. Pluto's going to hang out with us the whole time. Don't even, don't even worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to say thanks to the Fat Rat for the use of our theme song, Xenogenesis. We've been using it this whole time, and he is kind enough to create awesome music and let us use it for free. Uh, so make sure you check out the Fat Rat. He's got some really cool stuff. I have a lot of it in my Rocket League playlist on Spotify. Uh, so big thank you to him. Awesome. And that's going to bring us, guys, to our patrons. <gasps> um, we get a lot of support from our patrons on Patreon, and we want to give them a shout out. Like we always do. So we're going to start with <laughs> we're going to start with our grand champion patron. It's crunchy and it is crunch time. <laughs> uh, fecal frenzy. Dash is crazy. We got big tuna. I got the big one. Guys, <laughs> we have a new diamond patron. <gasps> do 
we really? Spell T the Mufflon. Wow. So we used to come up. All right. First one to come up with an honorific. He's been a patron forever and he decided yeah. to go up to the diamond tier. That's awesome. Nice. Um, okay. Well, first one to come up with an honorific for him gets it. Um, <laughs> I can think of some that aren't appropriate. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's just saying something inappropriate is worse because it lets my imagination try to you know fill in the blanks and then i go down like 14 dirty routes rather than if you just oh my gosh it's like a rabbit hole yeah it's a deep well, okay that hole. sounds dirty okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh how about you know what he uh how about we always do stuff related to the name but it doesn't ha- an honorific doesn't have to be related to their name He's been with us for so long, and then he decided to, you know, get up here on this diamond life. So how about, like, Spell TV Muffin, man? Dude stepped his game up. Stepped his game up. Stepped his game up. That's, that's right. right. I like it. We got the stunt guy, of course, in the platinum level. He's tricked out. We've got Johnny Kooks, who is cuckoo for Rocket League. We got Spook. It's Casper. Hey, perfect. Eskimo Jesus. Yeah, it is. Eskimo Jesus turning the wine into igloos. <laughs> Dawson with a V, not a creek. Lennox, John Lennox, the fifth beetle. <laughs> Marl Fox, the foxiest patron. <laughs> Roach type person, Papa and t- Roach. <laughs> and tie dizzle for shizzle, my nizzle. Oh, rizzle. And then we've got our silver patrons. We got Pastronaut Young Malcolm R.L., Scott Wishart, Goose Donda, Chaka Zeno, Pete the Possum, Dust, 2461, Golden Shine, Illustrator I, Jet Setting Renegade, Henry, and Board. And our bronze patrons, Blaze, Manx a lot, Declan Sparling, Joan Gumby, and Piper J. Which brings us to our Rocket Tweeters of the Week. So, uh, uh, to become a Rocket Tweeter, just post something out on Twitter, uh, catch our eyes, and we will pick a Rocket Tweeter for the week. Uh, so, Goji, who'd you pick as a Rocket Tweeter? For my rocket tweeter, I chose Declan Sparling. And he Declan says, Sparling. yes, he says, I propose that at LF Manfield should pivot from being a hashtag Rocket League podcast to focus more completely on the nugs. <laughs> and I have to tell you something, Declan, we didn't choose the nug life. The nug life chose us. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if this is allowed. Uh, but I'm sorry, I've got to do it. Uh, Declan's tweet game is just too fire to let go because he used the LF Manfield hashtag in another tweet and it's, it's too good. So I'm going to say that my, his other tweet is going to be my like tweet to, so he's like double rocket tweeter status this week. Oh wow. He said... Because, you know, we did the uh, the Mythbusters thing last week, and uh, he said, Wow, Knox Phoenix, you spent so long denying it, but now, mere weeks after Adam Savage left, you admit that it's, that Elif Manfield is, in fact, Mythbusters. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty nice. And, too clever. Uh, my rock tweeter for the week was Pastronaut, at Elif Manfield. I want to let you all know that I like the direction the show has gone. Keep up the good work. Hashtag N-J-H-E-S-F-T. <laughs> I wonder what that stands for. Oh, it's it's actually it's not an acronym, it's a word. It's Nijest. It's Japanese. <laughs> it's Japanese for the podcast I fill my soul with. There we go. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh I want to thank everyone who tweeted about the show. 
Uh, make sure that you join us next week where we go through the chemical composition that makes up Boost and how it actually works. That's going to do it for us. I am Nox Phoenix. I am Darth Goji. I am Ninja Subfan. 